Welcome to the Sleepy Pig Social Media Management Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Let's go ahead and get started. What's poppin' piglets? We are back with another episode. I'm super excited for this episode. Um, I did take a little bit of a break just because my laptop died. And for anybody who is running a small business or just online digital-based business, um, I just, guys, you know, it's 2020. Everything should always be uploaded to, I use the iCloud for everything or the iCloud drive. I know people use OneDrive, Dropbox, but honestly, just put all your files in there. Don't even save files on your computer because it's just not worth it. Luckily, I saved everything into my iCloud drive so I can literally log on to any Mac computer and get all of that information. Um, However, funny enough, the only other computer I had available to me was a MacBook Air 13 inch, maybe a little, maybe smaller. I don't think they make them smaller. Maybe I'm just being crazy. And I work on an iPad Pro with a Retina 4K display and whatever. So it was horrible. Any of my clients will know I had a massive delay in things. I'm finally a little bit caught up, but just a PSA, guys. It's just, it is not worth it. I I would honestly go as far to say, you know, maybe buy another laptop. That's honestly what I'm looking into doing. And this goes for anyone who is, I mean, runs their business on an e-commerce level. I mean, it doesn't matter if you are a clothing retailer um, and and somebody on Etsy, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can put stuff up that says, you know, I can't get orders out or whatever, but it's just, trust me, it is not worth it. Now, (laughs) after that rant... So this episode is going to be lies social media managers tell people or sort of play off as tips. Now, I understand if you are a social media manager, maybe you have said these things before. If you have, you know, don't feel bad. They are definitely tips some people need to hear. Um... I just don't think they're as necessarily valuable as some people play them off to be. And I just think that there are better, more valuable suggestions that we can be giving. Because in the long run, some of these suggestions, I mean, they don't do anything. Just being blunt and honest, if you think that they do something or you can prove me wrong, prove me wrong and I will buy you a plant on Etsy dead serious. I want to see the analytics. I want to see specifically the sales that you've gotten off of these tips. And I will buy you a plant off of Etsy and I will make a whole other podcast about how I'm wrong. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So let's go ahead and get started. Okay. So I really want to make sure I'm getting this off on the right foot. Um, If you have said these things in the past, it's not necessarily that this is bad suggestions, especially if you are doing an audit or you genuinely have noticed this thing 
about this person's account. Um, I'm sort of pulling these tips, I would say, from actual things that social media managers have posted on posts with people asking why they are not getting sales on their from their social media. So this th- these are organic strategies or strategies that are sort of dead in my opinion. They just are not going to help the client. Um, they're just optimizing tips in my opinion. So getting getting that away. <laughs> so first thing is your bio. So oh my gosh, guys. I literally saw a girl comment. This woman was saying, I am posting, you know, three times a day on my social media and I've not gotten any sales from social media. And this girl, guys, she had the audacity to tell this woman it was because of her bio. No, no, no. The bio isn't... It's, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's going to tell people a little bit about maybe why they should follow you or what your business is, but it is never going to get you a sale. It's going to be your content that is going to sell somebody. On Honestly, the bio is just a short description and think about how many times a day you go and look at somebody's profile to read their bio. It's honestly not very often unless you're following them and then you forget about it. So, A tip I guess I would give for your bio if you really wanted to change it is to make this really short to the point no more than two lines no more than one sentence two sentences if the second one is going first or second one is going to be very very short. I recommend making these fun and lighthearted too because it's going to encourage people to want to follow your account. Uh, They're going to think it's like a relief account, if that makes sense, where they're going to follow it. It's not going to be too in their face, overwhelming, things like that. So some ideas of bios that I did have written down um, is, you know, plants grown by plant lovers for, you guessed it, other plant lovers. And it's just like quick, short, simple. It's really going to be great for SEO because they have plant in there so much. And assuming that um, they are a plant account. And then the next one I had was a quick testimonial. I think this is really cute too. I don't see too many people doing this where they put like in quotes, the best restaurant in town dash by Nancy H or said by Nancy H or something along those lines. And then in their like call to action, it says, check out the best restaurant in town and then a down arrow linking to their website. That's just cute. And it's going to tell you that this is a credible place. If Nancy H likes it, you're probably going to like it too. Um, the next one is not very original, but honestly, it just gets the job done. And it's just, we make cupcakes, we grow plants, maybe a cute plant emoji. It's not super, it's not anything crazy, but it's cute enough. Um, I would recommend possibly having a call to action sentence. I don't know if it would necessarily be a sentence um, as much as it would be click here or see you later. 
down arrow or something along those lines to encourage people to visit the website um, just so they know what they're clicking on. Um, they could, you know, you could just be clicking on something random. Just make it obvious that it is where they can get more information about you. Um, another suggestion too is this is actually what I do. So you can head over to my Instagram and take a look if you want. Um, I do an emoji list. I just think it's cute. This allows me to provide more information. Again, no sentences, please. Or like no, just make it quick. Um, and I just do like an emoji, a sentence, not a sentence, but like a quick saying. And I do that three times and then I say, you know, visit the website. Emoji lists are a good way to get away with saying a lot, but making it easily digestible, if that makes sense. Okay, the next thing, oh, this drives me, this drives me bonkers too, especially on those posts. They're like, I'm not getting any sales. Why would you suggest this when you know it's an organic tactic? And, like, the probability of this happening is going to be zero. Anyway, I see all the time people telling business owners to change their hashtags. What? Guys. Okay. I understand this because hashtags are very important. If you think that your hashtags are not working specifically on Instagram, I know you can go to your post, click view insights, and it will show you how many people viewed you from hashtags. It's never going to be bigger than how many people are going to see you from their home through the profile, things like that though. So to some extent, I wouldn't, I mean, put a lot of effort into hashtags, of course. I think they are meaningful. They get you seen by more people. But don't expect sales from hashtags. Hashtags are just throwing your information into a giant pile. And people are scrolling through with the idea to follow you or like your post, engage with your community, something like that. The probability that that person is going to see you from a hashtag and make a direct sale is literally like... 0.00001%. It's nuts. However, I understand the value of hashtags because they do get you seen by more people. Um, I just, it's not going to get you sales, guys. It's just, it's not. It's going to grow your account, which can lead to sales down the road. But if you're looking for immediate sales, it's not going to happen. Um, I know that hashtags can also take a long time and people often do them wrong. So I guess my tip for hashtags is um, honestly just Google them. Like just type in plant hashtags. I, I seriously do this all the time, guys. And there's always a website that comes up. Um, if you just Google it, it will honestly just come up. And that you can just copy and paste and then click to view other hashtags. If you want to make it honestly even easier than that, though, there are certain schedule social media scheduling programs that allow you to directly add hashtags in a search sort of function like you would be typing them into Instagram like um there's a program like that where you can do that and then put your hashtags in and it'll show you like most trending popular or things like that I think that's a great time saver it's a little bit better than googling it and then I would also say to 
make sure your hashtags are always unique. You cannot just keep using the same hashtags over and over and over again. You literally will get shadow banned. Make sure your hashtags are always relevant to that post. Um, and just sort of maybe have some good ones that you throw in there every couple of posts, every post, um, if they are just sort of thrown into the cycle. Don't never should it be like 15 of the exact same hashtags. Just have a bank you pull a couple from and add in here and there, things like that. But again, hashtags are not going to get you immediate sales. Um, oof, this one, this one gets me this next one, guys. It's spicy. Okay. Some people might come for me. And I'm sorry, but this is just a waste of time, if I'm going to be honest. I see people, social media managers, telling other people they need to be posting on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook and Instagram, one to three times a day. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. I get it. If you are like a blogger style account and you just want to like snap photos all day long and that's just what you love to do, then go for it. But if you are going, to, if you are a small business owner and you are going to sit there and schedule out one to three posts every single day, you are wasting your time. Oh, I said it. Okay. This plays off of the idea also that organic content works. To some extent it does, but it doesn't, honestly, for a long time. You, the more you post does not mean the more sales you are going to get. It You post more often in hopes that you'll be seen by more people, you'll get your name out faster, but it does not work. I'm dead serious. This does not work. And it is wasting your time. If you are going to sit through every single month and schedule one to three posts, it is going to take you a very, very long time to do. If you want to hire a social media manager to do that for you, absolutely go ahead. If that's just something you want to do, then yeah. But don't do that and think you're going to get sales. Invest that time somewhere else. Invest that time back into your company. Never, ever do that unless you feel like you that's something you want. You have a social media manager. You have a social team backing you. Um. If you want your posts, the biggest thing with this, I guess, let's take a step back, is the quality of your posts. If you're posting that often because somebody suggested it to you, the quality of your posts is going to go down. It's just natural. It's going to go down. You are better to post two to three times a week good quality content up to maybe even five times a week good quality content that is going to be worth more to your audience. And then if you want to go ahead and boost those posts, the other issue that I have is when you boost a post, you are boosting that post to an audience of your choosing. You are literally telling the platform, show this post to this audience because this is my target demographic. If you are just posting multiple times a day and you're using hashtags or whatever, okay, great. But is, are you really, are you really, really sure that that's your target demographic? You don't know. Just to be completely honest with you, you can hashtag all you want, but if we're being honest, you don't know. And then what, that post shows up on that person's feed one time? 
yeah, if you boost, you have the opportunity to have it show up more than one time. And Facebook's going to optimize it. Facebook and Instagram, they're going to optimize it so it's being shown in front of worth while people. It's going to make your post, you're going to put more time into your posts, hopefully. Um, it's going to save you a lot of time and you're going to know that your posts are being effective. And this can be as easy as just putting $5 on a boost, choosing one post a week and boosting it. It's Guys, it's that easy and it's going to save you time. It's going to make your post more effective. And if we're going to be honest, it's going to grow your account at an exponentially higher rate than those people that are posting three times a day. Just being honest. That, ugh, I cannot believe people are suggesting to small business owners that they need to be posting one to three times a day. If you have time for it, all the power to you. If you want to hire a social media manager to do that for you, go, I mean, yeah, sure. The more posts, the better, I guess. But how effective are they? You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not going to get you sales unless you're going to boost them. You need it to be in front of your target demographic. You need to know they're in front of your tar target demographic. And they're, they need to be optimized for your goals. Um, okay, so I know I just went into a huge roast. But I did want to leave you guys with some tips that I think will genuinely increase engagement and possibly lead to more sales. I'm not going to say these are going to lead to more sales, but over all both all three of these tips, I'm going to say these three tips are more worthwhile. Um, so the first one is commenting and engaging with other accounts 30 minutes before you post. On a basic level, you should always be honestly engaging with other accounts, commenting, liking, following, things like that. Um, but doing meaningful comments, starting conversations 30 minutes before you post, if you get any followers from that time, um, you, your photo will be the first thing that pops up on their feed and they're going to get instantly reminded of you, which is really fantastic. Um, the next thing I would suggest sort of going back to engagement, is making sure that your engagement is worthwhile. So do not just say, oh my gosh, this is so pretty. Mm -mm, girl, that is not going to cut it. You need to say, oh my goodness, I love this um, philodendron. I have one hanging right now, but she's looking a little crusty. I just watered her a couple days ago. Do you know why this is happening? Or something like that. Something that is going to start a conversation. And this also goes to your posts as well. So you post something and someone goes, so pretty. Like, okay. No, no, no. Don't just say thank you. Say, oh my goodness, thank you so much. I love the gold accents. I was thinking about adding a pink diamond into this chain. What are your thoughts? Or something spark a genuine conversation with people. Ask them questions about themselves. Get to know your audience. And that connection, I believe, will lead to sales down the road in just overall build a community that shows that you are, you know, people behind the business. Makes you very personable. 
Um, the next tip, ooh, guys, I see this all the time, honestly, is product photography. Okay, this is really big because if you don't have a good, like good pictures of your products, essentially, you know, even on your website, this is not going to paint your photo or your product in a good light. Um, it's going to make you seem unorganized. It's just does not give you the credibility that you and I both know that you deserve at this point. So make sure your photos, your graphics, they're looking easy to read, beautiful, hire a photographer, and that all that time that you're now going to save by not posting three times a day, Google some photography tips, some photoshopping tips, um, things like that. This will pay off seriously more than you think. Um, the other tip that I have is longer captions, not necessarily for sales, but for engage engagement. So longer captions were out. A lot of social media managers are like, you can't have long captions. Not anymore. You want to have a blogger style caption. It makes you seem more personable. Um, it starts more genuine conversations. If you don't want to do super duper long captions, I recommend commenting the first thing under your post, asking people questions. Um, that will just, again, spark more engagement, build a connection with your community that leads to sales. And then, of course, I've already sort of talked about this. If your goal is sales, you have to run paid ads. <laughs> Guys, I do not know how much more I have to say this. This drives me up the wall, honestly. So, obviously, you should be posting whatever. If you want sales, you have to run ads. Even if you're just boosting to grow your account, to make your account more profitable in the future, because that's just what you can afford right now, you got to do it. Um, I mean, you don't have to do it. If you want to grow slowly, you can, but who really wants to do that? Nobody. Um, <laughs> no, there's some people that do want to do that. You just can't afford it right now. And that's fine. Get a head start post. Um, but if you want sales, Oh, guys, I mean, use the $100 you have, invest it in a Facebook conversion ad, and I swear if your targeting is done properly, you're going to get sales. Um, again, I sort of went through a Facebook ad strategy podcast a little while back. If you want to take a look at that, feel free, but... To give you an idea of how that strategy is profitable, I only had $100 to put on a conversion ad for one of my clients, which, I mean, is totally fine. Um, conversion ads do have a higher cost per result, but from that $100 conversion ad, we were able to get $300 worth of sales. $300. We tripled what we put into it. So we got literally an ROI on our advertising budget. Our total advertising budget was $200. But if you go back and listen to that video, I am going to suggest that you set up like retargeting stuff because it will give you a lower cost per result, things like that. So the full $200 was not spent on conversions, but um, 
you know, we got our complete ROI plus $100 on all of our advertising for that month. So guys, you just, I'm, I know you're going to hate it, but you have to do it. And honestly, I would say put no less than a hundred dollars behind it because it does take Facebook a little bit of time to find those people that are going to make the purchase and then keep showing it in front of people. Um, so again, no less than $100, but do it. It is so worth it. If you need $300, invest $100 and you will get $200 out. Um, it's really fantastic. If that's if your goal is sales, you got to do it. Um, on that note, I will go ahead and leave you guys for today. We will have another podcast next week. It will be a very special one. I will be having a special guest. So if you are sick of hearing me talk, you will be very excited for our next podcast. Again, follow me on social. It is the Sleepy Pig SMM across the board. And then if you want after show notes, these will be up by Friday on the blog at thesleepypigsmm.com. And I hope you guys have a really good week. If you have any questions, if you want to come for me, if you're going to tell me that I'm wrong, email me. I'd love to hear it. I And you know what? If you can prove me wrong, I will seriously put it on the podcast and I will buy you a $20 plan from Etsy because we're supporting small businesses. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.